Beautiful. Okay. You're supposed to clap with me, guys. Okay. <laughs> welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Coffee Talk podcast. Today we have a very, very special guest with us. Oh, that's me. That is you. That <laughs> oh, would be you. thank there you. He, there he is. Yes, sir. I'm Greg Ritchie from the Messenger newspaper. I'm also the marketing and membership director for the Crockett Area Chamber of Commerce. And a lot of people say I'm an all-around swell guy. Well, this is my first time on the podcast, so I'm I'm a little excited. I understand you are known as the Podfather. I am the Podfather, <laughs> the creator yeah, of this. I haven't heard of you. Controlled Chaos. Yeah. Is this the first podcast you've ever been on? You know, I I don't know. It's it may have been a long time, so I can't remember the last time. So this is probably we'll call this the first time. First time. Oh, nice. Yeah. Sounds nice. great. I'm a little nervous. I'm not sure what to say or, or where to look. There's so many cameras and a studio audience, and uh, there is a live studio. Live studio audience. Miss Flory. We have a camera set up for our lovely sound guy here today. I'd like to thank the sound guy for making me sound good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much. Good work. You make us sound amazing. You can uh, applause anytime you want. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. What other sound effects? Could you, do you just have follow me around like in my normal day? <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I do something amazing. <laughs> I didn't even know we had yeah, a sound guy, to be honest. This is our favorite one here at the. Yes, it's pretty good. It's our theme song. Theme That's song. pretty good. Right. You, you stopped it right Sorry. at the first part. Oh, I did. What, what other sound effects do we have? I'll need that a lot. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll, y'all probably just play that one under everything I say. All right. Yeah. right on. That's pretty good. Oh, that's. I was hoping you'd have that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We're missing a couple. Well, we got a couple of the good ones. Ah, that's pretty good, actually. And then. I need you to talk in the microphone. Hey. One of you. You would like me to talk? Is it, is it working? Yeah, it's working. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's working. <laughs> what a but lovely singing voice you must thank have. Thank you so much. By the way, thank you to Miss Sabara for the nice uh, tea, uh, by yes. the way. Yes, yes. Sponsored by Soulshine Brewing Bakery. Very nice. Amazing Very place. Nice. Really good stuff. Thank you. As well as any other sponsorships or people looking to sponsor an episode, we do our sponsorships per episode. So if, you're a spo- if you wanted to sponsor, you'd do it. Uh, you would sponsor an individual episode. $30 or more will get your name, company, or if it's just your name, uh, in the video by text, and then also in the description. $60 or more, you'll get the same treatment as well as a verbal mention, or maybe we might like put a product, let's say, Cutshaw Chevrolet, we might put a sticker on the table or something, as well as a verbal mention, like I already said. $90 or more will get you a full section of the video dedicated just to your company or just to you. Kind of like what we do for Soulshine. It'll be that, but for you. Would you actually like to try your drink before we get started? Yes, I would. <clears throat> uh, sound man, Wait, give me a sound effect you, here now. Uh, give it uh, amazing would you like to take a guess on what it is? It's... It's um, just tea. I'm hoping it's just tea, or oh, what are yeah. you guys up to? <laughs> oh. I might have <laughs> spiked tell me something it with a little these. something. Oh, it's got chili powder. Oh, that is amazing. <laughs> uh, chili powder does add a nice touch a to it. A little touch to it. No, that's very good, actually. Thank you. Thank you very much. What would you rate it? Uh, on iced tea, I'd rate it 10 out of 10. I mean, that oh, is... Yeah. Very nice classic. That's pretty good. <laughs> so thank you to our sponsor. Today, we are going to be interviewed, and we will be interviewing the interviewer. All of that and more on today's amazing episode of Coffee Talk Podcast. So would you like to start by asking us any questions? No, that's fine. Oh, Oh, no, wait, yes. (laughs) Um, 
Well, let's start with you. So tell me how this all came about. Because this used to be just a simple library, and now it's a pretty high-tech studio. It is. It yeah. is. With a live studio audience. Yep, yep, yep. Right. Still streaming in. Come on. There's, there's room in the back. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, this is actually really funny. So I have a YouTube channel, okay. and I will post stuff on there every so often. And I had an idea for a series that I wanted to do where I would watch films. It was like a commentary. I'd comment. Kind of react to them. Yeah. I wanted to call it Coffee Talk. But the idea kind of fell through because I wanted to have guests come on every episode and like do it with me so it wasn't just me alone watching films by myself. So what I did was I just scrapped the idea, but I kind of kept the name. And then last year in my dual credit class, my college Uh, courses Mm -hmm. me and all the people in my class would just sit together in a circle and just talk because we it was pretty easy college work so we would just sit there and just talk and we called it like the podcast right right and then i was like that would be such a cool idea for grapeland to have our own podcast that's right so i emailed miss johnson i was like hey uh i have this idea for a school podcast what do you think and she thought it was amazing and she asked me to write up a business plan so I spent all the whole day working on the business plan. I submitted it to her by the end of the day, and she loved the idea. But it took us a while to get somebody who could like supervise. We have lovely Miss Flory Round to thank for that. Miss Flory. Uh, yeah. So she this year, Miss Flory volunteered to sponsor. But yeah, the idea kind of just sat at Miss Johnson's desk for a while until sure. we actually got a sponsor. But good. But now. The dream has become a reality. Well, I know the new superintendent is really excited about it. He's mm. told me about it. And I, I still remember the first time I met you, I think it was at a Sandy's football game, and you sold me some tickets for a raffle I didn't win. <laughs> and then I uh, ran into you, I think, in band. And I think you've been to a few uh, like school board meetings. But uh, this is amazing. The, the fact that you can uh, you know, turn an idea like that into something real, it's often harder than you think when you first get started. But if you stick with it, you find it it's, it was worth it. Yeah. So I, I have another question, actually, um, and then we'll talk to everybody else. But uh, what is the objective of this podcast? What are you trying to do? Except get millions to... Millions, yes. <laughs> That's right. Look at my face made for radio. <laughs> Aside from the mass amount of money that I want from this. Right. Everybody is just in it for the money. Oh, so that's okay. why he brought me here, folks. <laughs> just the money. Thank you. We'll take it. Sorry, what was the original question? I completely forgot. What is the objective here? The ob- Other than the, the millions. I just want to bring the community together because I think here in Grapeland, I talked about this on our last episode uh, where we interviewed Dr. Moss, but so many people, especially the students here, they believe that there's just there's nothing to do in Grapeland. It's, it's right. small town. The only thing that we have going for us is football and peanuts. And the peanut festival, right? Digging up watermelons during the summer—that's, I think, what students think. Right, Grapeland is. That's not quite true, though, is it? Yeah, but if you really look, there's so much more here, and the podcast is a. This is a perfect outlet to show students and faculty and community members and even people outside of Grapeland that. There is stuff to do if you just try. That's right. If you put in the effort, that's right. You can really. There's a community out there. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I I took this uh, job at the Messenger about two years ago, and I was worried because they said you have to write all by yourself two newspapers a week. (laughs) And I thought, okay, then. Um, And so I thought, well, I'll write short stories. I'll write Star Wars prequels, like whatever I can write. Yeah. And as it turns out, uh, 
not only is there way more going on and more news than I ever would have imagined, um, yeah, this is kind of embarrassing in a way, but our little paper puts out more local stories than Palestine, uh, the Lufkin paper, because, you know, they'll put in what the president said, or they'll put in what Governor Abbott, you know, took a shower or whatever, <laughs> whatever they say. <laughs> we have Grapeland stuff, we have from other schools, um, uh, it's a big county, and there's so much going on once you open your eyes to it. Um, but I've always said, and this is a good lesson for you kids, uh, 90% of life is showing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you show up and get a little bit of effort, I've always said, you know, if I got uh, fired tomorrow and I had to go, you know, take a job uh, mopping up at a fast food place, that floor is going to be the cleanest floor they've ever had. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Now, that may not be my dream job, and I'm not applying for anything but find something you enjoy and do it well, and you'll find the money comes. Uh, I interviewed a, a certain student here in the county. I won't mention the name, but they said, well, I want to go in investment banking and work in New York. And I said, that's great. I said, just understand, you know, you're going to have to foreclose on some grandma's house someday, and you're going to have to live with that. And, you know, the face kind of, you know, the CPU was whirring up there. And I just said, if you're okay with that, then go for it. You know, I couldn't do that. So, yeah, I love this. Now, how did you get involved? Tell me about, tell me about you. How did you come to this? Well, actually, hang on, get the microphone closer, yeah, silly. There you go. This is uh, this year was the first time that I actually heard about this podcast idea, and I I really did think it was a good idea. So I wanted to contribute some way, but I knew it was an idea Cohen had came up with. I liked it. I wa- I really wanted to participate in it. Well, how has it been so far? What what has been the the thing you've enjoyed the most? I like getting here and just talking, having just casual conversation about school events. Really, anything that's presented to us. Well, I, it's not just school events, though. I when I came in, y'all were talking about China. And, oh yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> the disease that shall not be named, and I don't even know no. what else. Yeah, we like to diversify a little bit because it's fun. What about you, young lady? Um, let me ask you a different question. Mm-hmm. What has been the response from people that go, oh, "You're that person from the podcast." <laughs> well, I have you signed? Have you signed autographs? Be honest. I haven't yet. Not okay. not yet, but I'm prepared for it. It'll come. I, <laughs> you always have a pen. I'm just, prepared. You're right. I haven't, I don't think I've had that moment where somebody's come up to me and like, hey, I know you. Right. So. Because that could be fun and creepy. It would be. I think, (laughs) yeah, I think it would go both ways. I don't know. It's been a really positive experience and I really loved being on here and it's always great conversation with these two. So, yeah, I think it's just really fun time overall. Do you find, do you find (laughs) your thinking about things, whether it be grappling stuff or whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, has changed since you've been a part of this? Do you. Do you see something on the internet or read something on the news or here at the high school or wherever and go, well, that'd be a good thing for the podcast or what do I really think about that or has your opinions changed? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I do read a lot of stuff online, so I try to relate it back. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I I do relate a lot of it back to the podcast and a lot of the stuff we talked about before you came earlier today. I mentioned a lot of stuff today that I've read, so... A lot of the stuff I see, I do use it on here, and I talk about it, and yeah. I try to relate a lot of things that I see to the podcast and kind of work it into it if I can. Has the podcast changed your way of thinking, though? I would say I say, I would say it has a little bit. I see, like I said, stuff I see, I can relate it back, and right. I try to find ways that I can do better on here myself, more like engaging and whatnot. I would say it has. Yeah. Now, when Dr. Moss was here as a guest, did he do his dance number? With he dances. Oh dance gosh, guys! You like didn't... a break dancing Doctor Moss? No, no, no. He, <laughs> that would get he, clicks. He that used to do the money. Broadway jazz hands. Oh my god! When the next time you see him, please tell him 
that Greg Ritchie from the newspaper said to do his his Broadway dance. I would love we will. to see that. We will oh, definitely. He might be seeing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Moss, comes out, of course. love you. Hello, my baby. <laughs> and we got the sound man over there. Should the sound man speak, or should he only communicate in sound effects? <laughs> <laughs> How is it, uh, you said you started just working the soundboard and now you're, you're kind of part of the show. I heard you giving some pretty, pretty interesting opinions a minute ago. Like Steven said, Cohen kind of was just, I heard him talking about it around the school. And I was like, that'd be really cool to be involved. And I kind of just asked him, where do I fit in in the podcast? What, where could I help? Because I would love to help reach the community with some of our ideas. And their ideas can reach us. And so he told me that... Um, one other student that was going to work the soundboard and so i was like i can just help him right as i just want to be here to help and now wait a minute did you trip the other kid in the hall so you could take his place <laughs> no are we breaking I'm news not sure. that's why he's been sick all week isn't it <laughs> <laughs> little chili powder in his iced tea that's right <laughs> wrong sound yeah it kind of just i asked him today right before we came i was like i want to be more involved now can i get a mic and can i talk i would like to share my ideas with everybody else on the podcast that's amazing kind of how i got started with it that's amazing well i'll tell you so what i've done here is so remember i have to write you know five or six hundred words maybe a thousand words about this experience so i'm gonna have to describe the room so i'm looking around at mm. the little details and things I'm going to have to say how it got started, which yeah. you explained. I want to give a little human interest. That's why I ask questions like, how do you feel? Mm -hmm. What's your impression? Mm -hmm. And now I do the who, what, when, where, why, how, that kind of thing, yeah. which is where do we see this? How often does it come on? Where do we find this podcast? Well, if you're watching this or just listening to this. You probably found it you, already. Yeah, you found it. <laughs> but if you're watching it or listening to it on one of the platforms, there are other places you can also find it. Okay. Uh, we have a YouTube page we have a spotify you can just look up grapeland pod or grapeland coffee talk podcast awesome. or just grapeland coffee talk it'll probably show up awesome uh, and are, are you growing in viewers you get more as the word gets out yeah. slowly but surely yeah. Yeah. we are That's making right. progress is being made millions of money slowly but surely <laughs> nice <laughs> one nickel at a time exactly <laughs> well uh do you guys have any questions uh for me i actually would like to uh start off with a question you seem very comfortable around interviewing people, and I assume that you've been doing this for a long time. Did these questions that you ask, have you just, like, gotten the routine of them? Have you, like, memorized them? You know, what what to ask, how to ask them, when to ask them? Well, I'll tell you, I, I did. I did. I did radio and t I started doing uh, radio in Houston when I was nine. So I've done it a long time. Oh, wow. Um, so even when I was, like, in business and stuff, I would never go into a meeting and just have a meeting. Yeah. Like, I'd get with my team before, and I'd say, all right, if the guy says this, you say that. You mention this, but don't mention that. Like, I would go in with, with a plan. Like, this is how yeah. the meeting's going to go. And the other people would just have to sit and bear it. So if I do an interview with you, I already know what I need you to say. And you may throw me off and say something completely different, but I want to know the facts. I want to know what we're doing here. And then I want to know you. Does that make sense? Yeah. So as I'm talking to you, I'm thinking about these different elements. So if somebody here says something... Uh, very cute or funny or completely off the wall, I go, okay, that's a great way to end it. That's going to be, that's the ending. Yeah. Oh, there's the middle bit. So a little bit. It's a little bit mm. doing it. You Obviously, a guy like me, you're going to ask how I interview. I mean, that's mm. that's where you start. And then at some point, somebody might ask a personal question. You know, Greg, why are you such a jerk? And I'll have to come up with another reason because I've given out so many over the years. Yeah. But yes, a lot of it is sort of muscle memory. You mm. just meet someone and you kind of get a taste for them and you kind of know where to 
that that answers mm-hmm. that. I, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said you worked on radio in Houston for a long time. Yes, ma'am. And that you've been in at the Messenger for two years now? A couple years, yes, ma'am. How did you come to be in Grapeland? It is a small town. Well, you know, when you're in a big city like that and the FBI's after you. <laughs> Steven, you would know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, it's really funny. I, uh, I I worked in the media business forever in, like, Mexico, Peru, New Zealand. I'm Whoa, kind of really? a language guy. Okay. I speak That's a few languages. And then all of a sudden people started doing like this, like podcasts and getting iPhones with thousands of songs. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, traditional radio may not survive that. We were actually talking about that on our other episode. Yes. Right. I got out of it, and I got as far away from media as I could. I bought a tire manufacturing company. Oh, okay. We made tires for forklifts. I did that for 10 years. And um, I used to bring my dog, Max, God rest his soul, up to these uh, to this area to, to camp out and do things like that. And I found Crockett, and I found this little old house that was just cheap enough I could afford it. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, that'll be my one of these days houses. Mm-hmm. And then COVID came. And I was wearing 12 masks, and I got boosted 18 times, and it was just oh, crazy wow. times. And I thought, hmm, that, that one of these days houses way away from the craziness in the city sounds pretty good. So I sold my business and came here, and I thought, well, I'll just be a distinguished country gentleman living in Houston County. And in two months, I was bored out of my mind. So I had always wanted to write. I've, I've done stuff like this and videos and things like that, but I just never had the time or discipline to sit down and write. Because it's harder than you think. You sit down, yeah. and there's a blank page, and you go, okay, where do I start? The blank page is always the hardest part. Intimidating, right? Mm-hmm. Starting just about anything in life is so much harder than getting through it, finish, like whatever yeah. else you need to do. And somewhere I found online, they were looking for a report for the little paper. I'd never heard of the Grapeland Messenger, never written anything, I mean, just for myself. And so I thought, I'm going to go try. And I didn't know how difficult the job would turn out to be, Uh but I have enjoyed it so much. I've gotten to meet so many people. And, you know, humans are social creatures. And we we lose that sometimes when everybody you talk to is looking at you like this, (laughs) you know? Or or there's this amazing, you know, scenery or something, and everybody's looking at it through their phone to get a picture. And I just always go, you can Google a picture of this. Just enjoy it. I mean, you know, maybe... Take a selfie, fine. Prove you were there to grandma or whatever. But, uh, you know, you don't have to take a picture of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I, this is the Grapeland Library. Come and see it. Anyway, it, it's forced me to get to know everybody, mm-hmm. which is good and bad. You know, sometimes you go to the grocery store to get a bottle of milk and you don't want to hear about how the hospital board should be against Proposition L. And you go, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Yeah. And uh, if somebody wants to ask me what's tough about the job, I'd be happy to answer what would you say is <laughs> tough about the job? Well, I wasn't expecting that question. Let me think about that. The tough part of the job is, uh, first of all, what modern media, and that includes a newspaper, believe it or not, because we have a big online presence. We, we get 100,000 people a month like on our Facebook page. Wow. Facebook, oh, for you crazy. young people, is mm-hmm. like what TikTok, but without the videos and the funny yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Because they often believe that, you know, my job is to fight for truth, justice, and, you know. It's a tough job because... Somebody's always unhappy. You can't make everybody happy. So if I write, uh, you know, a story about the Grapeland School Board meeting, they'll say, well, why didn't you mention that they gave my son a C? And I go, I don't know who your son is. <laughs> or I write some story about the sheriff's department, and they go, well, he's the man that arrested my nephew. He's a sweet boy. Why did, why did that mean sheriff arrest my nephew? And I look, and, well, he had 800 pounds of whatever and uh, 18 guns and, uh, you know, just knocked over the liquor store. I, well, he's still a sweet boy. The sheriff's terrible, and you should write about it. I think that's another thing about Grapeland is that people are immediately on the defense, the defensive side. 
where if they come at it with more of a respectful, I gotta be careful how I say this too. <laughs> uh, they have to come at it with a very, they don't go about it the right way, the right respectful way that is more likely to get something done rather than just yelling or being arg um, argumentative. So I think that's something that I also was very aware of whenever I was presenting the podcast. I wasn't like, we need to make this right now. It was just about, what do you think? What is your idea? Yes, I mean, there's definitely an art of persuasion that's very important. So, if, you know, if, if I talk to you about something and I say, listen, Cohen, here's what I need and here's what I want, you're immediately going to sort of, you know, re recoil from that. Mm -hmm. Whereas if I say, you know, Cohen, here's a way we can both win. Or what do you think about this? And you say, well, we could do it like that or like that. And I say, oh, that's a, that's a better idea. Well, I'll tell you all a real quick uh, story, if you don't mind. I was selling advertising in Mexico City. And there was a guy that owned this really fancy piano place with like the $100,000 Steinways. And he goes, I'll never use radio, radio. So they, they brought me in there for whatever reason. And I just said, I'll tell you what, I'm going to prove to you that radio can work. I said, I'm going to give you one commercial, just one. Well, one commercial never works. I said, wait a minute, I haven't finished. I said, I'm going to put it on our lousiest AM station, the one that you can barely hear and it crackles. He goes, well, then what are you trying? I said, I haven't finished. I said, I'm going to put it on like Sunday morning at like 2.16 a.m. Uh, I said, I haven't <laughs> I said, in that commercial, I'm going to say, if you hear this commercial and come by, the first one to come by Monday morning, we'll give you a free $100,000 piano. And his eyes got that big and he goes, wait a minute, what if somebody hears that? And I said, oh, what if somebody hears it? You know, a, a media outlet like this is an amazing opportunity. Not just for somebody like me to come by and bore everybody with my Mexico City story, but for somebody to support this and embrace it because this is the future. You know, y'all are building the future. Mm -hmm. When y'all are old and fat and gray like me someday, you'll come back here and go, I shouted that pod... Like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> they called me the pod father. Whatever. <laughs> That's, right. um, That's me. When all the microphones will be made out of lasers or I don't know, whatever. I think it's amazing. Hold on. Before we continue, we have all sorts of social medias, okay? I'm, I'm going to try... I'm really trying to hammer this home. We have a Reddit page. Join our Reddit page because we have polls and questions and all sorts of stuff there. We also have a Google form, which we're going to be looking at in a few episodes. It'll be in the description. All of these will be in the description. So make sure to check out the description for our Google form. Fill it out. It only takes about 10 minutes. Now, students, we have a Google form that you can fill out if you are interested in wanting to be interviewed for the podcast. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify. All the links are in the description, or all of our usernames is Official Coffee Talk Podcast. No spaces and no capital letters. Also, please leave comments in the video. Whether it's asking us questions or giving us recommendations, we, we love to genuinely look at your comments. And actually, I have a few pulled up here. This comment comes from Dr. Moss's daughter, who says, Her and her sister can both confirm the suspicion of ADHD. <laughs> um, one more comment we got is, What type of anime? do we watch personally i don't watch anime the most anime i've seen is like pokemon go from whenever i was like six steven do you watch anime he says no Haley, you don't watch anime jackson do you no we don't watch anime we're not um anime fans apologies for that but yeah uh back to back to the episode i have a question what yes, is sir. your driving factor when you wake up what makes you want to go to work and go through your day with being happy like what drives you to do this this is going to sound really fake but i i've I found over the years as you can see i've been through a lot so I, i've learned a lot it really is to make people happy around me as silly as that kind of sounds and people think that trying to do that you're diminishing yourself in some mm. way or uh you're you're a pushover in some way or something 
But actually, I've found that giving somebody a compliment or uh, uh, going somewhere and helping somebody, that feels great. Uh, it feels good. And you go to bed at night going, well, I did something for somebody. You know, until they become your blood enemies, and then it's on. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but honestly, I, I, and of course, y'all are much too young to think about these things, but, you know, I've never seen a, a funeral hearse with a U-Haul. Like, all this great mi millions we're going to make, we can't take it with us. And whatever we are, we're defined by really those around us, because I could say I'm the king of Spain, but, uh, you know, I was once, so do that in the next podcast. Yeah. It really is. It really is. I, I, try to, I try to do good. Good thoughts, good words, good deeds. I fail miserably all the time because I'm human. <laughs> I think that is. It used to be money when I was a younger man. You know, I wanted the fancy car yeah, and the, the millions. Sure, yeah, sure, right. sure. It yeah. came with it. Um, and then you get your first million. You go, man, I'm a millionaire. And then you got to pay taxes on it. Uh -huh. <laughs> and then you know, Aunt Bertha you haven't heard from in ten years goes. You know, we really could use a pool. <laughs> <laughs> and you understand you're a millionaire, and you have the same problems you had when you had that old jalopy and could barely get to work and uh, so i'm not saying i don't need money boss if you're listening it helps with happiness there's no question mm -hmm. i mean it'd be silly to yeah. say money just you know they did they did a thing where they took some tech guys from silicon valley and they put them back to 10,000 bc that was the idea so they basically had to live in a cave and mm -hmm. catch dry food and one of the guys said you know all the things i've accomplished he said at night in that little cave if i could lay down with a full belly and a fire going he said that is the happiest feeling i have ever felt because I think at the end of the day, in spite of podcasts and all the fancy stuff we have, we're, we're, we're still, you know, kind of cavemen in yeah. a sense. It's the hard times that make you a better person. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and everybody you step on on the way up is going to laugh at you on the way down. Because let me tell you yeah. something, life, it, it doesn't go in a straight line. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is going to be a little bit of a rant from me. But sure. It kind of ties everything together. This might not be the end of the episode, but it's going to tie a lot of stuff together. I had an idea last, before last summer, uh, and I want, it was for my YouTube channel. I wanted to go and create a primitive survival base, which is like a survival base out in the wilderness. Right. And I wanted to do that all summer, but I just didn't have the time. It was the hardest thing to, it's hard to start something. So it took forever. And then a couple this weekend and then last weekend, I finally got the location, got somebody to record it. I, I finally, like, got started on it. And then the third night that I did it, which was actually two nights ago, this mm -hmm. Friday and Saturday, I had to stay the night over in that base. And it wow. was it was stressful, but it was so it was an accomplishing feeling that you don't really feel that often because yeah. I had built a base. Yeah. I had finally finished not really a passion project, but a project that I wanted to do for a long time. That's right. I, I got a fire going. Yeah. I, I slept overnight in it, and it was freezing cold. But but there's something I did it. primal inside yeah. you that just goes. I did this. Yeah. Fire good. Fire good. <laughs> cold bad. But yeah, it was, it was just an amazing experience overall. And that's what it's about. It's not about being isolated because isolating yourself, you don't. You're not making memories. But going out and actually doing something. Well, and there's also no one to applaud for you mm. and no one to nudge you in the ribs when you're going the wrong way. Mm. And you need that in life too because you might have a great idea and go, this is the way to go, guys. And everybody around you say, maybe they're wrong, maybe they're right. That's mm. where the you comes in. I'm surprised nobody asked me what happened to my leg. Is everybody afraid to ask that? How I, um, how just, I joined the uh, ranks uh, of the uh, handicapped? Uh, 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 just a respectful thing, you know. I don't. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, kids. Respectfully, it, sir. What I'm, no, I'm. I'm. I'm not ashamed of it. Uh, you know, a couple of years ago, when when Russia invaded Ukraine, I said this is an attack on 
on freedom. And I just thought, what kind of man would I be if I didn't go and, 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 and help in some way? And knowing, you know, there's guns and bombs and landmines, I thought I should really go. That, unfortunately, has nothing to do with how I lost my leg, though. <laughs> Come on, you're all ready for the big war story, right? <laughs> we stormed the beaches, and there was Putin with a knife. Uh, no, uh, I, I believe it or not, I cut my foot and got a, an infection in it. And uh, uh, it, it looked like it had healed, but it was secretly inside bubbling away. And so by the time I got to the hospital, the, I, I was pretty lucky to be alive, actually. Everybody tells me, you know, they say, oh, it's so good to see you out and about. Like, well, what, what was I supposed to do? Like, <laughs> well, you know what I mean? <clears throat> and so uh, in the meantime, until I get the robo leg going and uh, all of that, I just, I just use it for pity. You know, if I get a, they pull me over for speeding, I just go, officer. Um, uh, no, it's, it's given me great perspective and there's, there's certain things I just, it's taught me patience, uh, because sometimes you just have to sit in a room with, you know, nurses feeding you or whatever. And, uh, uh, it's taught me great patience. I'm, 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 I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy, but I've, I've learned so much from it. It is funny though. Now when I visit like the elementary schools, the kids like, mm, like yes, yes. Uh, but I, you know, you know, I'm still me. I, uh. I, I, I definitely always use my brain more than my legs. Like, I've I never been up Mount Everest or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it gave me time. I'm actually becoming a Bond villain in the wheelchair <laughs> because I just have all some of this time. To, Excellent. <laughs> Everything is going to plan, you know? What, what's the plan? Um, well, I could tell you. I don't think he wants to reveal yeah, that that's right. here. Well, I will tell you, you play a big part in it. So you'd be, you'd be happy to know that. Um, yeah, good things, I hope. All good things. Uh, well, for me... Uh, I mean, for the rest of the society. <laughs> if I could just be dictator for a year, I'd fix everything. Just I mean, a little be good. bit. One year, just come on. Day. Just run for president and be like, That's right. please. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Look. We, would, we would all vote for you for sure. We would, yeah. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. My fellow Americans. Uh, this has been great. I, I don't know if y'all are about to kick me out or not, but I want to say before you do, uh, this has been amazing. Y'all are so talented, and this is such a great project. Don't give it up, because this is worthwhile. And what you learn here, and not just about the topics, but what you learn here is people, interacting with people, the phrases you use, the tone, the rhythm. Yeah. I think you're gonna you're gonna use whether you go into theater, dance like Dr. Moss, or whether you just use it as an employee, as a boss, whatever it is. Had I come here very standoffish and okay, how long is this gonna be? You know, that's gonna affect everybody's mood in this room. Mm. And uh, after the chili powder, you thought I wouldn't have reacted like that, <laughs> but I'm okay with it. How long <laughs> is this gonna take? Yeah, I, I know, right? Yes, I have a question. Of course, yes. It's actually my first one. <laughs> it okay. is actually, so, yes. So, um, is there anything in particular, if any, that inspired you to take up writing or journalism? That is a good question. Um, well, much like yourself, I love to read. I've probably got about as many books as in this library uh, oh, tucked wow. away. I used to do comedy, TV comedy shows really? at my little university. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I loved writing little skits and scripts and things. And um, I've got a few ideas, like, for movies and just I love history. I just got all this, you know, oatmeal in my brain mm. trying to ooze out. And so I just thought, here's why writing the newspaper for me has been fun. At this point, I could write for anyone, anytime, anywhere. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff you see on the Internet when you Google search something, somebody has to sit down and write that. And so the fact that it's a newspaper it doesn't really affect me. My goal was to write. And so you, you could, honest to God, give me just about any topic and I could write a few thousand words on it now. And that feels amazing. I don't do it because I'm, you know, I'm 
writing the newspaper. I, I, it, it's been kind of counterproductive because now all of a sudden I have to write so much news that I don't have enough time to do. Right. Um, but writing is 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 amazing. It is. Yes. Yeah. And and especially you know go back and read something you wrote two years ago and mm-hmm. it's like it's a different person. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know if y'all have ever done that. I and have. Kept a journal and yeah. you go yeah. back. I and definitely go, have. What was I? It, it's almost hard to relate to the person there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's even worse with video as well. Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure, for sure. And you connect with that person. You go, look how I've grown, or I haven't grown, or right? Whatever. Yeah. It puts you in touch with yourself. I think, in a way. I've always liked writing because, for me, that's one of the best ways I can really convey myself. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, the, and and yes, I agree with you. Um, it's fascinating. You know, I, I can describe this in the newspaper any way I want to, mm-hmm. right? Hopefully positive. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I did get a free tea, so that's kind of bribery, yeah. and, I, and I'll take it. But my point to that is, other than the people in this room or the people watching this podcast, I have to describe everything in there for them mm-hmm. through my eyes and my words. And, oh, that can be intimidating sometimes mm-hmm. because, you know, you know, it was warm that February day as I approached the junior high library. I knew it was you no, know, um, but it, it's it, it's good. And I wish I wish people, especially uh, high school age kids like yourselves, kids, I'm calling you guys kids, but would write more. And people say, "Well, I don't know what to write about." It doesn't matter. Just sit down and write. Yeah, you, it, it'll come. That blank page. That's right. Yeah, and 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 I find that it helps you fill the blank page even in your life, mm. right? Because, you know, a, a blank page, you fill it with words, you go there, it's full. Well, the words you wrote down, that's maybe your job, your school, eating, you know, breathing. But what about all the other bits? Well, here's some fun bits. Here's some do-good-for-the-community bits. Here's some only-for-me bits, you know. And, and you find that your life sometimes is about filling in those white spaces mm-hmm. when you get home from school or on the weekend or, you know, when everybody else is on their, you know, PS5 or whatever, you're doing something that one day you look back on and go, that's pretty good. Yeah. Something I, worthwhile. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. In the, long, in the long run. I've got to say, I've never been very good at writing, so that's part of the reason I did this is because it's another way for me to convey my thoughts and feelings to other people that are around me. And there's nothing wrong with that. Listen, I was terrified of writing most of my life, and, and I just, some books I would like, some books I wouldn't. My way of picking a good book, like a nonfiction, was I would go in a bookstore, I'd just open it to a random page and read the page. And if that page kind of sucked me in, I thought, yeah, why not? Or if I, you know, I got through it, I'm going, you know. Um, I think most people, for some reason, and you may have people that come on the podcast and do this. They feel like they need to speak. Let me tell you people something very important. You know, <laughs> just talk. And many people think when you write, you have to go, you know, these big long words. And what's a synonym for I? You know, <laughs> just just write. And so I, I've I've done okay with it, I guess. Just kind of writing the way I talk and the way I feel. And, I don't know, people seem to connect with it. So. Yeah. Um, it's very terrifying because it's just me in a little room. And then people will come up to me and go, oh, hey, I read your thing. And you go, oh, man, I forgot people read this stuff. <laughs> That's right. I thought it was just for me. You know what I mean? So that, that part I always a little self-conscious about. I've oh. got one last thing to say real quick. Yes, sir. Um, I know we were talking about it earlier. I want to tell the audience that right now we have 45 subscribers and 328 views across all our videos. What's, on YouTube. What's That's the watch YouTube. time? Excellent, excellent. That's amazing. We yep. gotta, well, we gotta get these, we gotta get these views up. Oh so, yeah, of course. Right? You need to make more money. Yep. Like you know, here's top ten things you didn't know about Kim Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> Smash that like button, guys. We gotta comment. <laughs> yeah, <subscribe>. comment below. <laughs> YouTube thinks you'll like this video right here or whatever. <laughs> what What do you say is both the craziest story you've written 
and Ooh. the most boring. That's very interesting. I was going to ask that. Comment down below what you think it's going to be. Look, I, I love all of our elected officials and all those guys. Some of those meetings are really dull. You know, sometimes the school board meeting is just, you know, should they approve the budget or not approve the budget? And so you sit through an hour and a half of a not a very exciting meeting where they didn't really do a lot of earth-shaking things. And you have to go write about it. That, that's tough. The craziest story I've done, I'm trying to think about that. I Golly, I don't know. I, I, th that is such a great wow. question. I, 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 need, I need some time for that. Cause... What if we shrink it down to just Grapeland? Because <laughs> we were talking about this on, we were talking okay, about this on the... Well, the, cra the crazy yeah, yeah. stories I probably have written probably did come from Grapeland. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Uh, some of the craziest things I, I try to keep out of the paper because there's always criminals where you just go, oh, Lord, he did what? <laughs> well, I, 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 I'll tell you, just here recently, and I, and I know Grapeland school people are going to watch this, I, I got Grapeland schools in trouble accidentally. They had a board meeting where they said, hey, we're having a conflict with the city of Grapeland, and, and I'm sitting there right here in the front row in a big wheelchair with a camera and a pen going, <laughs> don't say that. If you say it, I'll have to write it. Don't say it. <laughs> and they just, you know, they said things that I thought, this is going to be good. But I put it in there in a very soft way, and I immediately got contacted by the city of Grapeland, who contacted the school. It was a bit of a conflict. I think it's all worked out now. Yeah. But I feel responsible for that. I shouldn't. It wasn't my meeting. But I've, I've, I've done this so much that when I talk to people in an interview – you know, I just, I think, no, don't say that. Don't, don't, don't even say it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because I know how it's going to come across. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, we all love Grapeland. Our office is here. Y'all grew up here probably or live here now, certainly. Some things go over better than others. Yeah, I would, yeah, just like on a podcast. Uh, and I learned this the hard way working in radio. Anywhere there's a microphone, assume it's on and somebody's listening. Mm -hmm. And so if you see me roll up with a camera and a phone recording your every word, I'm recording your every word. And, I, and I'll show you guys. I, I use this fancy thing where uh, that, that I found on the internet, and you see what it does is, is as we're talking, it's, oh, it's, every oh. word. it's turning yeah. it into every word. You've been recording this entire time? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that way I don't have to take notes. I can go back and listen oh, yeah. and go, yeah. you know. Okay. Yeah. But I can take a quote and go copy-paste. There's the quote. I yeah, didn't have yeah. to think about mm -hmm. it or remember it. It's, it's accurate. And yeah. if somebody says, I never said that, I can. <laughs> Damn. Or I go like this or I go like this. Good, good for legal reasons. You know, yeah, you yeah, you'd be surprprised. You all sit here now, you forget people are watching you. Mm -hmm. yeah. They're watching yes. your every expression. It just becomes natural, yeah. She just yeah. blushed a bit. That's going to be right <laughs> on you know, right? I mean, the, you, you don't think about it. Mm -hmm. So you get so comfortable doing it, you know, you're picking your teeth while the guys tell you, "Good lord, I'm on camera." <laughs> yeah, I'm very careful whenever I'm editing. I'm like, I don't want to make anybody look bad on the podcast. Right. So Thank I you. just right. Thank you. cut to camera 3. Cut to camera 3. Exactly. That's right. That's right. Well, kind of going off of his question, is there a story that you find yourself thinking back to or remembering Ooh. in your day-to-day? -day? Well, what, I'll tell you, when all this happened with my leg, I, I, I wrote a very heartfelt story about it. Mm -hmm. And it was called How to Make a Grown Man Cry. Because what, what happened was I was in a, a hospital in the woodlands uh, all by myself. And you go, will I ever work again? Will I ever walk again? You know. And when I got back to Houston County, uh, People from churches, schools, government, people I'd never met before. Uh, one of the local uh, volleyball teams got together to cook the wife and I food for a couple weeks. I mean, the mayor of one of the cities in Houston County showed up at my door with this big bag of stuff that oh, wow. we needed. And I was so overwhelmed by that. I've never, I, I'm, I pick up the tab, you know, put the wallet away. That, that's who I am. Mm -hmm. And so to sit there and take help, and not only take help, but need help, 
was very difficult for me to take. That's, that's hard to realize you ain't Superman. When for most of my life, I, 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 you know, I kind of was. I had you know, big jobs and did big things and, and knew important people. And all of a sudden, to, 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 to sit there you know, tearing up going, I, I don't know how to accept this help, but I, I'm so grateful for it and I need it. Mm-hmm. That, that was, that was a, a, a popular story, I guess just because it was me putting it out there. Mm-hmm. But my favorite stories to write would be for you and I to sit down one day and me just to talk to you for an hour and say, well, you know, I like doing a podcast. No, no, no. Why? Well, because it's fun. Why is it fun? Like, get down <laughs> yeah. there and, and bring the you out. That's my, fav- that's my favorite kind of story. I don't think you ever really formally introduced yourself to the cameras. Oh, that's, that's a good point. We always forget to do this <laughs> every time. We'll cut this back to the beginning. Okay. Yes. yes. <clears throat> Welcome. This is the very beginning. And we're not, this is not the end of the interview. This is the beginning. Don't I promise. Too hard on it. I'm Greg Ritchie from the Messenger newspaper. I'm also the marketing mm-hmm. and membership director for the Crockett Area Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say I'm an all around swell guy. I thought you were the king of Spain. Huh? Weren't but you the king of Spain? Do y'all want to hear that story, actually? That's funny. I'll tell you what. I will give you a real-life story. I will tell you all a story. I went to the city of Guadalajara, Mexico. I had very little money. I had no friends, no job. I just got it in my head. I got to go to Mexico and perfect my Spanish. I I, I showed up, and I actually got a job on radio. I did a show. So uh, they said, well, you're not a, you know, you need paperwork to be here. So I did. I admit it. I'll admit it now. I think the, the limitations are gone. I went to a small town. And a judge gave me a Mexican birth certificate. Mm. And my name was Gregorio Richie Camacho, hand to God. And so I was fine. About six months later, I get a letter in the mail. And I took it to one of my buddies at the, at the radio station, Luis. And I said, Luis, he goes, well, you've been drafted. <laughs> True story. Oh. You've been drafted into the Mexican military. Oh, wow. And I said, okay, how far of a drive is it to Texas? <laughs> and so he, get, he goes, here's what they do. You go to this big stadium on a certain day. They pick out a name, and if they say Bola Blanca, white ball, you're okay. If they say Bola Negra, you're going in the army. And I just thought, I can't leave that up to fate. What am I, you know, like me against the cartel? What are you know, jumping out of airplane? What am I, you know? So I go there, and I mean, I don't know how many, th- I was just packed with people. We're, we're, nobody's really in the stands, just all in the field, just waiting for your name to come up. Hours and hours and hours. That's the way they do I don't know if they do it that way now. And so finally I hear Gregorio Ricci Camacho, and I go, because I, I had a nice life. I had some friends now. You know, yeah. I had a little girlfriend. I didn't want to just go, you know, I'll be, I'm, going, I'm going out for that See. bottle of milk. And, you know? and so they go, Bola Blanca, white ball. And yeah. I thought, oh, thank God. I couldn't wait to tell my friend Luis at the radio station Monday. I, so I go in there, and he laughs. He goes, well, you got a white ball, didn't you? And I said, how did you know that? He said, well, I didn't want to tell you. Uh-huh. He goes, but they pay me money to go there on the weekends and be the guy behind the mic. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay, all right, that's cool. And I said, but, but I really got a, the, one of the white balls, right? And he goes, I'll never tell you. Oh. And I thought, I wonder if... So I would conclude with that story. If you have a friend and you're drafted in the Mexican army, which I know a lot of you will relate to this. I, I definitely do. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. All the time. Um, go to the stadium, show up. So I guess a way to summarize this whole episode is just don't be afraid to show who you are. Mm-hmm. Sit down and don't let the blank page intimidate you. That's right. Actually, let you be you. Just let it out. Express yourself. That's right. But um, I guess the most important thing here today would be to 
like and comment and subscribe <laughs> so that we can make millions. Trying to get that million. Thank you for tuning in to Coffee Talk. Okay. Is it a Coffee Talk song? Yeah, this is an outro song. song. Oh, oh, this, they, they play yeah. the music and we all go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is this like the end of the newscast where they fake talk? Or the... Yeah.